Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I hope you've had a super week and great weekend. I just wanted to talk about a couple of things today actually that have come up over the last week and I'll come on to the main topic of today in a minute but the first thing I wanted to just talk about was when it comes to impact and how we can get distracted by things. Now before I go any further, full disclosure, I'm a total magpie and if I see something shiny I can very quickly get distracted uh, certainly by shiny things but by many things and I'll go chasing something and I'm certainly not a complete finisher when it comes to profiling. I get excited by something new and it's learning to manage that and manage those behaviours and just being aware that that is something that I can potentially um, fall foul of, shall we say. But the reason that this came up was this weekend, I've had a very um, exciting weekend. I've been down in London with my dearest friend of nearly 40 years and my Christmas present from her was to attend the British Summertime in Festival in Hyde Park. So this weekend we saw um, Will Young and the Sugar Babes and the script and the headliners were Take That. And the reason I just wanted to talk about this was this was the fifth time I'd seen Take That and they just never failed to absolutely delight and you know not everyone's a take that fan and I know they're very mainstream and my brother who's quite a serious is quite seriously into his music always rolls his eyes when I say I'm going to see take that but they're just brilliant at what they do and they stick to their lane and you can see that they just cannot quite believe that there are so many people so thrilled to turn up and go and listen to them. And and Gary Barlow actually said, I think sometimes you forget that we had a prolonged period when we were not together as a band. You know, we were young boys together as a band and then we had a long hiatus when we just didn't make music and didn't perform And to come back as they did and are bigger now than they've ever been is quite incredible. And there were certainly 80,000 people in Hyde Park on Saturday singing their hearts out. I felt very sorry for the people in front of me because uh, singing isn't one of my strengths, but I had no voice on Sunday morning. But what it made me think was, 
how we can all learn from this, how we should stick to our lane and recognise what we are good at. So what is your strength? What are you good at? What are you known for? And don't try and emulate somebody else. Don't try and copy somebody else. Own what you do and do it to your absolute best and show up and show up as if it's the first time you have ever done it every single time because you don't know who's in the audience that is experiencing you for the very first time. And the other thing that really came across was they were so grateful to have an audience there listening to them and you could see that they were so happy to perform those songs time after time. So I just thought we could all learn something from that. Really recognise what you are good at, what are your strengths and stick to them. And yes, it might be that you develop them as you go along. It might be that you adapt them. But you are there giving it your all for your audience. And also, you know, they sang all the crowd pleasers. There were no new songs on there. It was all the crowd pleasers that we were all expecting. And I think sometimes we forget that. It's about what our audience want from us, not what we want to share with them. And... I heard somebody saying, I can't remember who the band was actually, that they'd been to see somebody and they got mixed mixed reviews because they'd sort of played a load of songs off their new album rather than all the classics. And yes, they're wanting to promote and yes, they're wanting to sell their new album, but they've already got that captive audience, people that have paid the money and they want to hear the anthems or whatever it is. So I think we can all learn something from that as well. So that was my take that lesson this weekend. And then the other thing I wanted to share with you was on Friday, I went to the Kirklees uh, Business of the Year Awards. I was invited by Eaton Smith because I often judge the monthly business of the month awards I'm one of the judges on the panel and therefore I'm invited along to to the sort of finale breakfast it is awards breakfast when the winner of the year is announced and I sat on a table with people I didn't know and I sat next to a really interesting chap who was um a lawyer and we were chatting about my work and we were chatting generally about how these days it's not just the technical skills yes you have to have the technical skills and it's so important to be credible and to be able to perform to your best absolutely but how these other behaviors these other skills how you communicate how you show up all the behaviors all those traits that I talk about on here and every day in my work but one of the things we were talking about is having the confidence to have your voice heard be it public speaking or in a meeting environment maybe a board meeting or when you are meeting clients 
And he said that, and he was an engineer, he trained as an engineer and then retrained as a lawyer. But he said one of the best training um, courses he had ever been on was when he'd done some amateur dramatics and he'd been on this course and they had to do improv and this made me smile because we got talking about this and he said it was so good because it meant that I was ready for any situation and he said, if you think about it with improv, you don't know what's coming next. And we had to stand up and we had to perform in front of an audience. And you had to be completely in the moment. And this got me thinking because he said, now he said, it makes me realise I can walk into any situation. And, you know, the sky isn't going to fall in. I will cope which made me think of a quote I'm not sure I've shared on here, which um, comes from Glennon Doyle, which is, I can do hard things. And I often think that when things are a bit tricky or I've got something challenging to deliver, and I think, come on, Deborah, I can do hard things. It's become one of my little mantras. And another one from um, Marie Forleo is, everything is figureoutable. And I think those are both, two quite pertinent quotes when it comes to this idea of improv and being ready for anything any situation because actually in our business lives there's very little that we haven't come across in some form or other maybe not in your business life but in another part of your life and I do believe sometimes when I'm challenging clients that they don't think about their transferable skills. So, for example, how many of us learn new skills, resilience, maybe how to teach, how to educate, how to engage children when it came to lockdown? How many of us have learned new skills out of the work environment that we can bring in on a daily basis? So, this made me think more about this idea of improv. So I looked it up and looked at what the actual definition was. And the definition is to, um, it's improvised theatre, but it involves listening closely to one another and allowing scenes to develop spontaneously in real time. And I just thought how effective our meetings would be if we did that, if we listened closely to one another. So rather than turning up with a pre-agenda, but actually turned up and were completely in the moment and listened to understand, listened closely to one another and allowed the conversation and the ideas to develop spontaneously can't even say it, spontaneously. So that was one thing I thought about. And then I looked further at some guidelines on improv. And there were uh, some guidelines that were pulled together that involved the four C's and they were creativity, critical thinking, 
collaboration and communication. And these are the th four C's that they recommend when you are using improv. And again, I thought, wow, what if we use these in all our meetings? It allows us to be creative, more creative, get those creative juices going. And one of the main rules of improv is yes and so you listen and you never judge so you go in there with no judgment so you listen and you agree with an open mind and you say yes so you don't judge and and then you bring in your own point of view so you come in there with no preconceived ideas which allows you to be totally in the moment which brings you out of that brain where you are thinking about what if and we have all that fear and doubt and it brings you into a much more expressive, creative state of flow and knowing that everybody is in that situation is incredibly powerful and it allows us to be more creative. It allows us to collaborate because we're helping and listening to each other, listening closely to each other. But it also allows you to gather evidence of how you can cope in difficult situations. And it gives you more confidence and an ability to back yourself. Because as my new friend at the network says, he now knows that he can walk into any situation and be able to cope. He will think of something to say. He will be able to be truly in the moment, no preconceived ideas, no agenda and truly listen and be able to contribute fully from a place of flow. So that's my challenge for this week, a little bit diff different, and how you can sort of adapt this in your workplace. And just think about it as there are no mistakes, there are only opportunities. And how many times do you sit in a meeting situation and don't have your voice heard because there isn't the psychological safety of being able to speak your mind. I work in companies where or in businesses where people, especially if there are people more senior than them in the room, that they are worried about being judged or frightened or concerned of sharing their message or sharing their opinion, sharing their point of view. But just imagine if we knew that when we went in there, there was no judgment. Imagine the creativity, the ideas that would come up. And not everything will be the, you know, greatest idea and turn out as the next best thing. But it might just spark some different opportunities. It might just build some relationships and some collaborations that wouldn't have happened if everybody went in there with their preconceived agenda. So that's it from me this week. Two ideas to take away. Stick to your lane. What are you really good at? Don't be looking at other people and thinking, you know, they take that and they decide that 
for next week they are going to be I don't know trying to think of somebody that's very different the Foo Fighters you know that you're not going to get them mixed up are you but um they stick to their lane they stick to what they are good at they know their strengths they know what their audience wants from them and they show up a hundred percent with gratitude and give it their all so that's one thing oh there was just something else I wanted to say on that as well um they brought on stage a guest which was the singer Callum Scott and he's collaborated with them on the film Greatest Day but he didn't sing one of their songs he sang his own song and I loved the fact that they gave him a platform in front of their audience sort of I mean he's successful in his own right but they were giving him that opportunity in front of their crowd as well so be generous and look for those opportunities to support other people to advocate for other people to cheerlead other people what a great part of your personal brand to be known as somebody who is so generous so there was that and then secondly just have a think about improv what if you were to work and I'm not saying don't go in and prep but don't go in there with a preconceived idea go in there with the thoughts that you know what, I can cope with anything that comes up in this situation. It's nothing I've never done before. And yes, it might be challenging, but if I'm in the moment and I truly listen and I go inside myself to tap into that inner resource, what fabulous results may come out of the situation. So that is it from me this week. I hope to see you on the next episode. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.